0: Hey guys, spring is just around the corner, and this is another episode of Shortcuts, a podcast about East Mall where we feature conversations and interviews with people in our community, East Lamal business partners, and people who make East Lamal what it is. I'm Sean Ferguson, I'm the marketing, especially leasing manager for East Mall and your host for Shortcuts. And today we celebrate spring, and we celebrate our nonprofit of the month for March. In the form of Easter Seals. And our guest is Kelly Schneider, the president and CEO. And now, here's my conversation. We are at Easter Seals. Easter Seals is our nonprofit of the month for the month of March. March already, Kelly. Oh,
1: I know.
0: What are we doing? (laughs) That is crazy.
1: Time flies.
0: It really, really does. Uh, Start out just by giving us some of your background, and tell us how long you've been with Easter Seals.
1: So uh, I have personally been with Easter Seals for 34 years. Uh, I try to joke that I started when I was 12, but that's not as believable (laughs) as it used to be.
0: That's amazing. Wow.
1: Yeah, I started here as a manager of one of our group homes, actually. and. Uh, just had some great opportunities throughout the years and about eight years ago was named to the CEO position.
0: Eight years in the CEO position. Yeah. Wow, Talk
1: about good. time flying. It's hard uh, to believe it's been eight years. Yeah,
0: it's amazing. Well, congratulations on all that. Thank I'm kind you. of embarrassed to say that this is our first time that we've had a chance to work with Easter Seals in the Nonprofit of the Month uh, program. Uh, but that's cool because yeah. we are now. And there, and there are a
1: lot of great nonprofits out there, yeah. so we certainly so, understand. But thank you so much for the opportunity. Yeah,
0: we're real excited to, to have you guys out at the mall and all that kind of stuff. We'll talk about that maybe a little bit later, but kind of give us an overview. Uh, and this may take a little bit because Easter Seals does <laughs> a ton of stuff. But give us an overview of what Easter Seals is all about.
1: Yeah, so Easter Seals is a local not-for-profit that is uh, governed by a local board. And I always try to say that because we are our own entity, even though we're affiliated with the National Easter Seals Organization, but we make all of our decisions locally, uh, money that we raise stays local, which is very important to us and to many of our donors. Um, And so we are here to provide supports and services to people with disabilities in a lot of different areas. Uh, What we're probably most known for are are our clinical services of physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, audiology services, and psychology services. And those clinical services we provide regardless of people's ability to pay. So uh, we don't limit Medicaid insurance. We take all types of insurance. We always try to make that point because we truly have the highest quality clinical services. But we do provide those services to people of all income levels and that's why we raise money throughout the year in so many different ways. So I mentioned that I started in our group home program. Uh, We do have eight group homes that are each eight bed. So we serve up to eight people who have uh, adults who have pretty significant um, disabilities, either Um, physical disabilities, intellectual disabilities, uh, medical issues or behavioral problems and sometimes they may have a combination of those and sometimes all four of those. Um, They are long-term placements uh, where people come and they live in that home and uh, we try to make that as home-like as it can possibly be with eight people living there and those homes are scattered in the community. If you drive by one you really would not have any idea probably that it was a group home. Okay. So that's a really important service that we provide. Um, we also do uh, assistive technology services. And so we provide wheelchair seating and mobility services from very fairly simple things like a transport wheelchair up to a very complex power wheelchair with maybe specialized switches not just a joystick you know so they're very individualized um, pieces of equipment that that we provide and we service and we make sure that we keep those people uh, keep their equipment operating at the highest level all the time and that's really important Um, then we also have an early learning center where we provide services to children with and without disabilities in an inclusive setting and we're really the only, uh, only large child care center that provides services to kids with any significant disabilities in this area now.
0: So how do people get referred to Easter Seals? Can they refer themselves or is it a medical referral?
1: Uh, our clinical services do pre- mostly require a, a medical referral, but okay. if people call us, we will help them figure out how to make that happen. Okay. So, uh, you know, we don't ever want that to be a barrier for people who maybe don't have a primary care physician. So there we will help them be able to get in for services as soon as
0: we can. Okay all ages. I mean, you've already mentioned, you know, young kids all the way up to adults and things like that. So
1: we probably see uh, probably 65 percent of the people that we see are children, Uh, but we do provide services for some adults as well. Uh, And some of our services like assistive technology that I talked about, we probably see more adults than children.
0: I I don't want to talk about COVID anymore. (laughs) I really don't. But I'm always curious as to know, you know, how you guys adapted to a lot of things and maybe talk a little bit about what, what things you're still doing because of COVID.
1: Again, I'll start with our clinical services. You know, we have people coming here for outpatient therapy and, uh, you know, for about two weeks, we shut down to try to regroup and figure out how we're going to handle this, you know, and we all thought the world was, everybody was going to die, you know, it was uh, really scary uh and then we uh within that two weeks we converted a lot of our services over to telehealth and we did telehealth for a while um almost exclusively but that worked a lot better for services like speech therapy than it did for physical therapy so uh so we quickly then started to evaluate who really needed to come here and how we could maintain their safety. And we had all kinds of extra cleaning protocols and different things. And then uh, gradually over the few months, transitioned most of the people back to -to face-to-face services. Uh, We did have some clients who chose to continue telehealth and that was a really great opportunity for families that needed that. Okay. Um, But for the most part, we were able to get people back in Uh, into the center within probably four to five months. Uh, In some of our other services like our group homes, uh, we had a higher demand for services because they typically go to a work site or day services program. And a lot of those services shut down. Staffing became a real issue and and, uh, finding employees became a real issue for all kinds of businesses and so that was a unique challenge for us Uh, we had uh, we rented an apartment to have a covid isolation site for group because you know if you have one group home client that has covid you don't want them to continue to be in the home with the seven other people that are there and our early learning center never closed um, and which was really important to those first responders and medical personnel who were uh, saying, you know, please don't close because I need to go to work and my oh. child needs to continue getting educational services. And so that was all really important to us. So it was uh, it was an interesting time, you know, in my 34 years here, I, I will say it was uh, uh, not something that I have, you know, obviously it was unique for all of us, but uh, it seemed like we just kept solving the same problems over and over and over again because the rules change so many times. But absolutely, we have great staff who uh, are all really dedicated to making sure that uh, the people that we serve are getting the services that they need. And so that was great because it was really a a true team effort of how are we going to get this done? And people just kind of did whatever they had to do to make sure that that happened. And so that part of it was great.
0: You mentioned staffing earlier. Do you guys have a lot of openings still that you're looking for people?
1: Uh, We do. Uh, We actually have been uh, trying to hire a speech therapist for a while. Uh, We have just gotten a couple of uh, applicants. Uh, You know, there's no speech school here. So that uh, is a little bit of a challenge. Uh, We would hire another clinical psychologist right now if we could find one. Um, And then in our group homes, we have direct support staff and that because those, those staff are working around the clock and weekends, that's a tough position. Uh, you know, It's hard to keep those positions filled. So we always have some openings in those programs. So okay. yeah, if you know anybody that's interested, send Absolutely. them our way.
0: What's the best way for people to apply?
1: Yeah, so uh, really go into our website, which is uh, EastersealsRehabCenter.com, okay. uh, or they can call our main line, which is 812-479-1411. Okay, perfect.
0: And from a volunteer standpoint, do you guys have volunteer opportunities for people to get involved?
1: Biggest volunteer opportunities are around the Ritzy's Fantasy of Lights because we have volunteers out there every night uh, helping run that event. And that goes for generally about 40 nights a year. So it's like doing an event every day for 40 days. Uh, But we have other volunteer opportunities when we do mailers. Um, you know, we have people that help us get those ready to go out in the mail. Uh, we have some events at our early learning center where we have volunteers who come in and help, uh, with hands on, they'll do a mini Olympics event or something. And, and, you know, when you have 150 kids going through that activity that day, you need a lot of hands on deck. And so there are, are quite a few opportunities that, uh, people can get involved if they want to.
0: What other kind of fundraising opportunities do people have to get involved for you guys?
1: Yeah. So we pretty much have a fundraiser going on all the time. Uh, we are right in the middle of one of our, uh, raffles, which is our all cash raffle. So we have raffle tickets available through March 17th. Okay. That's awesome. Uh, we, uh, We do a golf outing. We do a style show. Our telethon uh, is our biggest fundraiser of the year. And that is April 14th this year. That changed to a Friday format last year. And uh, it was new. So, you know, it's always interesting to do something for the first time. Uh, But it was really, there were a lot of great advantages of it. And we got a lot of Uh, I think new and
0: different, better coverage. I feel like we've covered a lot about Easter Seals, but is there anything else that we haven't touched on that you want to bring up before we close?
1: Yeah, I mentioned just briefly our psychology services, and that is an area that we've really been working to expand even before the pandemic. Um, Now, uh, of course, post-pandemic, you know, there's a lot of conversation around mental health, and... That's an area where we are uh, really trying to continue to grow. Uh, We have clinical psychologists and PhD level interns who uh, do psychological testing and services. And that is a service that is unique, um, particularly because we uh, don't limit the number of people who have Medicaid who need that service. And uh, that's an area that we're doing some very targeted fundraising around right now and uh, again, continuing to try to grow because the demand is so high. Okay. So that's something we can always use help with. And and like I said, if we if we had another clinical psychologist that was interested, we would probably be interested in hiring them. Wow. That's
0: awesome. That's awesome. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for letting me butt into your day. Oh, thank you the, for
1: being here. I, I love talking about it. what we do. It's yeah, always great.
0: It's really, really cool. We could talk all day about yeah. it, I'm sure. So but yeah. thank you not only for being a part of our podcast Shortcuts but also for everything you do in the community. Oh, uh, well, you guys, thank you. You guys make a huge impact. And, uh,
1: Appreciate
0: that. We're happy as all get out to be partnering with you this month. So,
1: yeah, great.
0: All right, have a great rest of your day.
1: Thanks, you too.
0: You've been listening to Shortcuts, and our guest today has been Kelly Schneider, the President and CEO of Easter Seals, East Mall's Nonprofit of the Month for the month of March. For more information on Easter Seals, visit them online at easterseals.com. Keep the conversation going 24 hours a day, seven days a week on the East Mall social media network at the East Mall for Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also check out past episodes of Shortcuts on the mall's website, shopeastlamall.com. I'm Sean Ferguson. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you the next time you shop at East Mall.